Hello and welcome to Classic 15. I'm Charlotte Gardner and the topic on the table today is that of international music competitions, on which there is plenty to say. On the one hand, many of today's top soloists first came to international attention precisely because of a major competition win, from luminary figures such as pianist Mata Argerich to brand new stars such as the 2021 winner of the Menuhin International Violin Competition, Maria Duenas. On the other hand, though, competitions are also often viewed as either potentially damaging to those who enter or just a bit too hit and miss when it comes to genuinely rewarding, interesting talent. And yet, when they do occupy such a prominent position in the world of talent spotting, it does still make sense to give some serious thought as to whether an international competition is for you. So the question is how to approach them so that you end up gaining from the experience, whatever the outcome. In short, how to win at competitions, even if you don't actually win the competition. And to unpack all of that with me is Classic Ambassador Celis Gauthier Capuçon, who himself has seen competitions from all angles, back in the day as a competitor, then in more recent times as a judge. Gauthier, welcome. Now, as I just mentioned, you've competed in competitions yourself when you were starting out. So why did you and what did you gain from the experience? I did competition. I was, I was encouraged by my teacher at the time, Philippe Muller, uh, with whom I studied for many years. And, and he's one of my teachers. I, I owe them all, everything. <laughs> and he suggested me to start with competition. And I did actually three competitions when I was studying with him. Uh, the first one uh, was in uh, New Zealand, Adam competition. I think I won the second prize. You, did, you see, it's funny, your question, because I don't even remember. I think it was mm. the second. I think you did win the second. And then I went to Navarre, André Navarra competition. I think that was the second one I did, and I won the first prize. And then I went to Leonard Rose competition, and I was out in semifinal. So it's very interesting, three competitions, three different results. And I learned a lot. And if I would have to do it again, I would do again the three of them. Because I think competitions are very important to be in competition with yourself, not with the others, but with yourself. And I encourage all the young musicians to do competitions because that's a great way to learn about where we are good at, where we are not so good at, and where we can really get better. And sometimes some little points that, okay, this is, this, I'm, I'm not so good, so maybe I should go a different way. We all have good, good sides and, and sides less, um, less great or that we have to improve. And, and the life is not enough to, to improve them. I'm working, you know, I just turned 40 and every day I'm trying to, to do better so many things that I want to do better and that I can feel I can do better or different. But what is better? I mean, it's it's another question. So artistic benefits, I mean, yes, in terms of just knowing yourself a little bit better, but there's, there's more than that, isn't there? The first thing, uh, most of the time when you're a young musician, when you do an international competition, is to have to build a huge program and to perform it at the highest level possible in the range of what, two weeks, three weeks, sometimes less, depending if it's there, two, three, four rounds. Uh, most of the time it's the first time you play with orchestra if you're 
super young. So already for that, it's a great opportunity. My first cello competition in New Zealand, it was the first time I was performing the Dvorak Cello Concerto. And I will never forget. And I was so happy and so excited. And you mentioned playing with an orchestra for the first time and playing the Dvorak. It's, it's also the first time that a lot of people would have handled a hall that's really, really big in a major hall too, isn't it? Also projection. Um, string instrument, a wind instrument, a singer, a pianist. Yes, when you, uh, you know, make your first concert in small venues and then suddenly you do a major competition in a big hall. Wow. Uh, you have to also deal with that and, and the sound and how you react. Most of the time you have an extremely short rehearsal, um, so very little time to adapt. But this is also a taste of what will happen later when we play with a, with a professional orchestra in a, in a concert. You have one rehearsal, one dress rehearsal, and it's going very fast. That said, there are problems with competitions. I mean, as a journalist, when I'm speaking to young artists, the thing that comes up again and again and again is there is a perception still after, of course, a period when competitions could be very unfair places. But there's still a perception, I feel, amongst young artists that things may not go well for them because of fairness issues, judging bias. And then from a non- young artist perspective, from the art young artist world, there's often a feeling that the right people don't get picked at the end of the day, that the judging decisions don't actually reflect the musical industry and who's actually got what it takes to be a performing artist. What's your perception on those two issues and how they are now in the competitions world? Well, it's, that's a very big question and um, I'm afraid I don't have the answer. I just have things I would love to try, but I don't have the answer. The first thing is that, yes, you're right, it doesn't reflect the musical world. Um, there's so many examples of people who made an incredible career, incredible talents, and who never won a competition, or maybe were out in the first or second round of the competition they did. There's so many examples of competitions, big international competitions, first prize, that were forgotten after a year or two or three and never made a career at the level of the first prize they got. It's also difficult to position yourself when you are in the competition and hear things and don't necessarily also have the overview of the judges. It's also easy, I must say, I remember also when I was younger, it's also easy to say, okay, but this is not fair, this is fair. We all have different points of view, we all have different educations, culture, and and also when you're not picked up in a competition, there is frustration, of course, and this is totally normal, and that also is something we should learn, that music shouldn't be about frustrations. Why was I not picked up for the semi-final, for the final? Why didn't I get the first prize? Well, ask yourself the question, what can I do better? But not in terms of frustration, in terms of, wow, maybe I learned something today. Why did I learn? What, what can I do? What can I do to, to open myself more, to have a bigger projections, to be more sincere with them? I mean, there's so many millions of questions. Then fairness. I've been not in a lot of competitions. I've been in some of them uh, as judge. And I didn't always agree with the general results. But of course, as part of uh, a group of judges, you have to stay solidaire. Yes, you need to stay together and united. Yeah, of course, this is important. This is a rule. 
there's so many things happening in such a short time and I think that we can always feel there are some um, some things which are unfair when when you play and you try to do your best. How therefore do you prepare musically? What are your tips for dealing with that big chunk of repertoire you have to do? Well, the choice of repertoire is extremely important. I remember and I hear now also from from my uh, from my students and ex students uh, talking about competitions. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, this is this concerto always win in final. Look at the the past twenty years. This concerto I'm talking about the cello. This concerto was always a winner. This concerto never it never wins. So yes, I think there are there are certain pieces which maybe are more powerful and therefore maybe easier to tend to a victory. But I think the most important is to present a piece that you have learned. A certain number of, t- of years that you feel well don't pick up something which is you play for the first time and you start practicing it three months before so the pieces you choose should be pieces which you can really show your personality that you really have digged into the composer and the piece and have performed a few times and being sincere being authentic on stage is extremely important one thing we haven't talked about is that for me what's important if i'm a judge in a competition is the general level of course in an international competition or any competition you want someone who's really instrumentally really high standard this is what we do we play for the audience which one is the candidates that a concert promoter will want to invite yeah, it's it's not it's not to give the first prize to the one who's playing the the loudest and the fastest and the most impressive. No, I want to hear music. I want to hear someone who plays, of course, extremely well. But I want to hear a musician, someone who tells me a story, but with authenticity and sincerity. Just on a really practical level, in terms of psychology and handling yourself, if you like, backstage. I've just been at the Bordeaux International String Competition and one quartet that made a particular impression on people was actually a quartet that got knocked out in one of the earlier rounds. But they didn't just come back and listen to all of the subsequent rounds. They even came back for the presentations and the announcements of who was going through. And it really impressed everybody that they were that humble and that wishing to learn and that wishing to support the other competitors. Um, What have you been particularly impressed by as a judge from young artists competing? Or what do you think are the ways in which you can really help yourself by giving a good impression as a candidate, even if you don't win? Well, I think, um, yeah, following following the competition and, and... It's very interesting because you can you can see also the in a competition and the when you give the result, and it's it's a very hard moment because you in some most of the competition it's public and and you have to face the audience and the judges having your own emotions and and it's very difficult. But some reactions, frustration or disagreement, I think this is this is not a good. This is not a good impression, and well, we we all try to do the best we can with our emotions, and you know, even now being forty, I try to do the best I can with my own emotions, and I I learn every day. It's a great challenge. It's a great way to learn once again, and life is full of joy and full of lessons also. But um, we should try to 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 take every opportunity to learn and to get 
better in a way. So, final question. We've talked about why you entered competitions. There are so many major artists who won't touch competitions now. They refuse opportunities to come onto judging panels. Um, you're still doing them. Why, personally, as an artist, are you going back to judge competitions now rather than simply telling your students that they're a good thing to do? I mean, is there anything that you get out of it on an artistic or a, a personal level? Well, I did. I did only two. I'm not sure if I will do three. <laughs> That's what I can tell you right now, today. But I went to the Queen Elizabeth competition because I know that this is a very fair process, a very fair way to organize things. There is no uh, mystery or, you know, no way to try to in influence or the vote. Or, and, and this, I think, is, it's extremely fair and extremely important. So that's why I went uh, to um, this competition as judges. Then, of course, you are a group. So your vote doesn't always reflect the majority or, or the results. But once again, you have, you're, you're part of a, of a group. So you have to accept also, even if as a judge, you don't agree with the general result. You have to, to respect it. We have to ask ourselves the question also. There, is, there are two things. We talked about fairness in the competition. So the, f the first point, fairness, yeah, is the way the thing is organized. And, and I can tell you the Queen Elizabeth is, is extremely fair in the process and, and the people taking care of, of all those um, young musicians. It, it's a real family and it's a beautiful organization. But then the results they reflect also what the people vote for. And that's everybody has different way to see what is the future, what you aim for a young musician, what is your vision to music. And that, of course, as a single judge, you don't control that. But it's jolly interesting to be in the room at the same time. Gautier Capuçon, there were so many pearls of wisdom in that. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs>